InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. What happens when states lock down their economies for most of the year, which drastically cuts their revenue, but they don't cut a dime in spending? Here to answer that question is Shelby Kearns, Executive Director at the National Association of State Budget Officers. So what does happen with states that have seriously curtailed their income? And we're talking billions of dollars in reduced income but they keep spending at the same level as before. What happens? Well, you know, that's actually a situation that we don't often see because states do have balanced budget requirements. So they're required to make sure that their expenditures are balanced with their revenue. They may have some other options like dipping into their rainy day funds, their savings accounts, or receiving federal aid. But in general, you do see states making large cuts in response to any revenue shortfalls that they're experiencing. Some states are in worse financial condition than others. What would be some of maybe the most troubled states financially? We are seeing that the pandemic and the resulting economic decline are hitting states in different ways. And a lot of those varying degrees are based upon their economies and their tax structures. So those at greatest risk are states with economies that rely heavily on the public sector, on tourism, and also on energy. And some of the states that are faring better are ones that tax groceries, you know, that tax some of those essential items that we all continue to buy and that maybe have a mix of different revenue sources that they rely on. How did the states that are in the best financial condition get there? Is it pretty much the reverse of what the bad states did or is there something very different they did? It's less a matter of states making good decisions, making bad decisions, and a lot of it's just been uh, luck of the draw and how the pandemic has hit various states. And like I said, what their economies are really focused on. You know, if you're a tourism-dependent state, you've built an economy and a tax structure that has responded to the fact that you were reliant upon tourism. And in a time when travel has severely declined, you're going to get harder than a state that maybe relies more on manufacturing or some things that have been able to keep the public revenues propped up. In terms of people who are living in states that are having financial difficulties, how is the average citizen impacted if a state is having trouble financially? One thing to remember is that states and local governments both are huge economic drivers. So one thing that you're going to see is sort of that circular self-perpetuating problem of as governments spend less, they bring in less money, there's less money circulating through the economy. So citizens will feel that. They'll also feel fewer government services. A large government service that we all rely on is public education. And in a time when state budgets are getting hit really hard, it's hard to spare that spending. So you'll see it in your schools, you'll see it in your social service programs, you'll see it in your infrastructure programs, and really anywhere that you rely on public services. We're talking with Shelby Kearns, Executive Director at the National Association of State Budget Officers, and we're talking about states having troubled economies and some of them not so troubled. Shelby, are states that are struggling financially more likely to raise taxes? Raising taxes is not usually a state's first response. One of those reasons is that it takes time to enact those laws and then see the resulting revenue. So it's not a good response to immediate tax revenue declines. And it's also really difficult to raise taxes when citizens are struggling. In the Great Recession, we saw states relied a lot more on spending cuts. So I think what we'll see are some targeted tax measures like millionaires taxes, maybe raising some sin taxes and expanding 
expanding the sales tax base, but it's not a measure that states struggling with revenue problems quickly jump to. Shelby, is there the possibility of federal bailouts for any states? We remain optimistic that the federal government will provide some aid to states. The aid that's been provided so far has been extremely helpful in responding both to additional expenditures from the pandemic and also some of the revenue concerns. We've had some increase in the federal matching rate for Medicaid, and those things have helped with some of the additional expenses as the economy slows down. You see more folks relying on public assistance, and we remain optimistic that the federal government will continue to provide both economic stimulus and provide aid to states. Percentage-wise, what type of reductions in spending do you think that most governors and state administrators are doing? We've really seen a wide variety. We've seen some states be able to hold their budgets harmless, maybe make some small spending cuts or delay spending. And we've seen states that are planning for four, five, ten. At one point, we saw some states planning for up to 20% cuts. So it's really been across the board. Both as states have struggled to get their arms around the size of the problem and also what sort of response the federal government might provide. You know, in economics, I guess there's sort of a saying of sort that uh, what goes up must come down, that there's not a continuous boom situation, and sometimes there's going to be a bust in the situation. And this is the first decline in state revenues since the big recession around 2008. Is that right? That's true. This is the first time we've seen a year-over-year decline in state revenues since the Great Recession. How about before that? Prior to the Great Recession, The last time we saw general fund expenditures decline in states was 2003. It was a much less severe decline, and it was one year as opposed to the two years of the Great Recession. Now, we recently saw the GDP just explode. I think it went to over 30. Do you anticipate a recovery from this decline that's going to be just as spectacular? Well, what we saw with those GDP numbers is that's an annualized number, and you're coming off quite a sharp decline. So we are hoping to see GDP continue to grow and expand from that decline, but we expect it to be some slow growth. And you know, hopefully the public sector won't continue to be a drag on, um, on economic activity as it was coming out of the Great Recession. But that's certainly a possibility if we don't get more economic stimulus and some aid to states that are struggling. Shelby, as we wrap this up, do you have any last words on this subject and and what your uh, projections are for the average listener in terms of what to look for with their state's budget? Right now, the word on state budgets is really uncertainty. It's difficult to predict what's going to happen economically. We certainly don't know what's going to happen with the public health emergency. So there are a lot of unknowns, both in terms of the national economy and how both state revenues and economic activity will continue. So I think the best thing I can say is stay tuned and see what happens. Shelby Kearns, Executive Director, National Association of State Budget Officers. Shelby, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.